Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 3, Bloodlust. But first, how are we doing today? Pretty good. I had my class. Mm-hmm. Yes. How did that go? One person showed up. Oh, which okay. which different, one? Different than last week. The first lady. Okay. It's okay, but not a third single person. No, no. <laughs> okay. There are only two. And uh, still, they have not come at the same time. Wow. But, um... May- who knows? Maybe? That, well, you've never seen them in the same room together. Yeah, yeah that's literally what person. I'm saying. No. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're the same person. Just kind of <laughs> different costumes. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, I was... I was busy. They signed I, up. They signed up twice. twice. It. <laughs> <laughs> Just felt bad and kept coming as mm-hmm. different people. As, as their alter ego. That's hilarious. <laughs> we watched Pan's Labyrinth last night. We did. Oh, good for spooky season. Yes. Yeah. But I don't. I know we don't necessarily want to place ourselves in time, but it is Halloween. We well, we placed ourselves in time last time yeah. as yeah. coming up on Halloween. Yeah. And so it is Halloween. Today is Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, it is. We are recording on Halloween. If we, um, we're, yeah, we're, I know. We keep tra- we keep trying not to place ourselves in time, but we keep doing it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. My voice is a little rough. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm going to have to talk a lot later. So yeah, uh, I am trying to. If if, if my if, if my hmm? we're having a D and D. We are. We are playing. Today. We are playing D and D tonight. Um, uh, the the campaign that we first started with, mm-hmm. uh, our, our original game, our, our first twenty sixteen. Thanksgiving will be our five year anniversary with oh this party. God. Oh my god, that's really funny. Isn't that incredible? We've been playing D and D for five years. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and that's. Uh, I mean, the month of October, I've been watching Critical Role for five years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Um, that's exciting. 20, yeah, 2016, because, um, yeah, that, that's 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 the Thanksgiving that we we started playing. Mm-hmm. I, I just made the decision, like, you know what? I'm going to learn to play D&D, and all of you are too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I still have my... The, the notebook I'm, I use to take notes, if I flip all the way back to the beginning, it's, you know, you're the, the party of four on a road, on a, mm. on a cart, and you are attacked by four goblins. Yeah. And we meet Sildar Hallwinter. Hallwinter. Mm-hmm. Okay. You rescue him from Clark the Bugbear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Clark. And um, I can't remember what the other goblin's name was. It was something... It wasn't Yorick, but it was something like that. Yeah. I remember... That one guy that was like, it was like, and I just like shot him in the shoulder with an arrow. He was like, oh, I did yeah, that yeah. a couple times. Oh, yeah. I did that to the one, um, like the black spider. Or... Yeah, well, well, like Yorick or whatever his name was, yeah. was like, had Sildar, hot, was holding him hostage yeah. and was like, you know, trying to negotiate and you guys just killed him. Yeah. 
then later, the black spider tried to give his big bad villain speech. He he opened with the very start of the monologue, and the ranger Bridget, you just you just shot him, <laughs> and I shoot an arrow in his chest. <laughs> You're like, and you hit, and he did do enough damage that it hurts. He, he, you you hurt him, and then it was just like, well, I guess, I guess we're, we're in combat we're fighting now. And you guys fought like everybody in that cave just immediately, <laughs> and the, yeah, like it was there was a big room and you fought in there and then you like chased the people down some stairs and fought in a new room and it was I, I killed him. You did. You killed the black spider. I still remember how I killed him. <laughs> so I shot an arrow through him with so much power that it plunged through and ripped his spinal cord out <laughs> and yeah. and pushed. And like pinned the spinal cord to the wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you were an angsty little kid. So this was five years ago. Yeah, yeah. you were ten, <laughs> <laughs> and you asked for that murder. <laughs> You're like, how do you want to do this? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I rip his spine out. <laughs> we're like, like whoa. whoa. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, and not all that long after that was, you know, you guys found, like, a bunch of, you know, like, bodies. And somebody suggested, like, well, should we, like, you know, take care of the bodies or, like, you know, burn them or whatever. And you walked up and you're like, you're like I've got, like, because like, you're asking the cleric, like, does he have, like, a ceremony or so, any words he can say? And the ranger, <laughs> you walked up and said, rest in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. We can go. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's really funny. <laughs> you just like, like, just look, looked at the bodies on the ground. Rest in pieces. <laughs> like, you were eleven, <laughs> and everyone else was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> good match for a ranger, though. I mean, maybe you were just an angsty, angsty, angsty little kid. Yeah, and now we're five years in. <laughs> Speaking of surprising violence. Okay. From... Oh, me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's jump into Season 2, Episode 3, Bloodlust. Okay, we open with... We have... um, Our writer today is Sarah Gamble. Mm. Okay. Directed by Robert Singer. So, one of our big-name directors, mm-hmm. one of our big-name writers. This episode aired October 12th, 2006. And we have our, um, uh, a much more, you know, we're, we're still in the, uh, a pretty standard, here's what you missed on Glee. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we're doing our then and now, then there's, like, fire motif, and it's, like, it's, like, it's still the beginning of the season, so remember, here's a bunch of important things that happened last season, Remember that they have a bad relationship with Don, John. Don. Don. <laughs> Don. Who's Don? Don. Uh, they have a bad relationship with John. John gave up the cult and his life to save Dean. He said something to Dean, and we don't know what it is. Dean is not dealing with it well, in particular at the very end of last episode, with Dean beating the Impala with a crowbar so mm-hmm. hard it punches a hole in the, the trunk hood. We end on Dean just like, emotionally falling apart and angry. So we're like, like, okay, we're going into this episode with, like, that mindset. Mm-hmm. So we have our, our open. The song that was playing mm-hmm. was Wheel in the Sky Keeps on Turning. 
Who's that by? Is that by Kansas? Journey. Journey. It's by Journey. Oh, okay. Who did? Yes. Don't stop believing. Thank you. Uh, I was waiting for you to get it. <laughs> I wasn't going to get there. <laughs> I am the 80s mu- uh, music yeah, person. Yeah, you're yeah. the 80s music person. What was the, who, was the, who was the group that somebody sang with? Foreigner. Foreigner. I did. You yeah. did. Yeah. Who's Foreigner? They did the, I want to know what love is. Oh. Song. And we sang that with them on stage. Nice. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, at the Flynn in Burlington. That's really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, we had, like, won a contest uh, doing, like, that song, acapella. Like, Verity, like, arranged the whole thing. Oh, my God. Um, and then we, like, sent the video in. They were doing this contest for, like, local schools. And we won. So we got to wow. go over and do it. What's, uh... What was the one that you guys, everyone went to in Canada? Andre Ryu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We performed Earth Song. I remember being a little kid. Yeah, that yeah. was at the very end of ninth grade for me. Yeah. We performed at the Bell Center in Montreal. Yeah. Which like is still like, wow, we wow. performed in front of like 10,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. It was... Yeah, and with a full orchestra, mm-hmm. uh, we were you know all dressed in white. We were the children's choir, <laughs> but we weren't supposed to be older than like sixteen. But yeah. they already like pushed it so that like his real vocalists who were all in high school could be in there. Yeah, <laughs> they were children plus young adults. Children and young adult choir. It's like be shorter. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I yeah, we we did we did. Uh, I think we did fine. Yeah. Uh, people seemed to, oh, they applauded. Yeah. Everyone had a crush on the lead, the singer, the lead singer lady. Yeah. Carmen. Carmen. She was Man. beautiful. She was, and she came out in the, in, like, she came to say hi to the children's choir. Yeah. And. Oh. Oh my, oh my God. God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> like it's that's, a woman. the most beautiful woman we have ever seen. <laughs> she's in a ball gown. She's in a princess dress. She looks like a princess. And she's like, 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 oh, hi. Yeah, yeah she was super down to earth. She was so nice. She was so nice. And all of the, everyone was just like, you are, you are the most beautiful woman we have ever seen. Mm-hmm. A wild experience. Yeah. Truly wild one. <laughs> Didn't Verity want to, like, stay or something? Yeah, because Ryu was like, you should come with us to Toronto. Yeah. And Verity's like, I don't think we can make that happen, but I want to so bad. Like, like He's like, like, there's so much yeah. red tape. Like, yeah, yeah. Andre was like, he was like, like, like yeah, just, yeah like, just, just bring them. Just, just bring them. Get a tour bus. Yeah. Just bring them. You, you guys are great. Bring, bring them. And Verity's like, these are teenagers and a bunch of kids. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. This isn't Europe. This is where, you know, you can make a wrong turn and end up in Germany by mistake. This is, these are, you know, this is a United States school. Yeah. In Canada. In, performing in Canada. To get to Toronto, that's, that's like an eight hour drive. Yeah. And then There's, to perform. Like, there was so much red tape to get us to Montreal. Yeah. Which is only an hour away. <laughs> like, 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 oh man. That, that, like, but yeah, uh, Andrew was like, yeah, let's take the show on the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are great. You guys are great. I want you to be my children's choir. And we were like, like, such an honor. We have school on Monday. And it was very the tone of like, you could do school or you could be a performer. Yeah. <laughs> and we were right. like, don't like, you all want to be performers? <laughs> and we were like, uh-huh. Oh my god. Kind of, but I didn't realize that was an option. Yeah. <laughs> if I'd known, I might have packed a change of pants. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we all just, like, showed up in our show clothes. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the Verity had taken the show on the road. That would be so funny. <laughs> it would have been a disaster, but yeah. But just like like impossible in, yeah. the, in the modern era. This, oh, yeah. this would have been something. The parents. <laughs> this would have been something that could have happened, like you know, back in the the age of like all the those performing families. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the Jackson Five. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Jackson Five or the Osmonds or. Um, that other one that had a TV show. I can't, yeah. I can't remember. Was it the Partridge family? I can't remember. Yeah. You, you see him on MeTV. Mm-hmm. That, like, you know, the age of, you know, child labor violations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where it's like, well, they're, you know, in show business, so, you know, labor laws don't apply. That sort of thing. If it was in that, if that, that, era. that era, or if Verity really wanted to cut corners <laughs> with, with child labor laws, we absolutely could have, could have been stars. Mm-hmm. Which has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. No. no. Well, that was quite the tangent. So we, we open with... from wheel and the sky keeps on turning to... <laughs> Red just... Lodge, Montana. Which is... It's like is... a full moon. It yeah. is a full moon. There's a girl in white running through a forest being chased by someone or something. And she's wearing a very... Um, it's like a mid-2000s flowy blouse yeah. over a white like camisole. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make it all the way down to her pants. Yeah. Which so there's like this, you know, the strip, the low rise jeans, strip of hips, yeah, yeah with a belt. Button. Yeah, you get the belly button in there. Very mid two thousands. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> shaky camera, shaky mm-hmm. shaky cam, and she's doing the horror run. Yeah. She looks around, runs wildly. <laughs> she trips and falls and looks behind her. There's a shadowy figure of a man chasing her, and she you know, gets up and keeps running. It's uh, very, it's you know. It's it's she's doing a horror movie run, yeah. but at least she's running with more urgency than some, they sometimes do. Yeah, like Sam. <laughs> I, like I was thinking uh, Sam, but or John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, John was more of a wandering around. Yeah, I, I was thinking of Scarecrow specifically when they are yeah. like they're supposed to be running through the orchard. Yes, but they are, and they're like it's like shaky cam, but they're they're doing a light jog. Yeah, yeah. they are moving with direction and purpose, and their actions are kind of frantic, but they're they're moving <laughs> at a light jog. Yeah, <laughs> they are not moving fast. She's like—I mean, she's not moving like terribly fast, but she's doing a mu- a more a run and not just wander. just a light jog or just, a wander. She's not wandering around. It's uh, yeah, it's chasing after her now. She hides behind a tree, and he passes by her, and she comes out from behind the tree, looks around, and gasps. He's there. <gasps> he pulls out like a sickle. Looks like a sickle. Yeah, big one. Pickle. And. Yep, a pickle. A pickle. A pickle. <laughs> and decapitates her. We, we see the blood splatter on the tree, and we go to Supernatural Flames. Uh, th- th- this um, this episode feel felt like, I mean, I mean, this this you know short this intro bit was much shorter. Yeah. yeah. Than we've had before. It was a very quick intro. Yeah. Bit. The the t- the pacing of the plot is way faster. Mm-hmm. Like we are chewing through material. In a way that the last episode didn't. Remember last episode, it was like, they like introduced like the monster plot, and then it took forever to get back to it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this one, like after this, you know, Supernatural Flames, we're back with the boys, and they're on their way to the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're just We're just, we're just going. Yep. Yeah, he's <clears> like, we've got a case, and we're going. Um, we uh, open after the Supernatural Flames the with the Impala... Back yeah. on the road. I was gonna say ACDC back in black, please. <laughs> um, the boys are happy to be back in the Impala. 
Like, listen to her purr. Now, I don't know anything about cars. Yeah. How long has it been? <laughs> Months? Maybe. We, I have no idea how much time has passed. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the Impala is back. It was, and it was completely totaled. And so. the last we saw it, Dean had just done some more damage to it. <laughs> yeah. And the last we saw Dean, he was messed up about it. And now he's looking at it's it is stark contrast from the last time we saw Dean and the Impala mm-hmm. to now. The Impala is polished to a sheen. And Dean's like, yeah, listen to her purr. And Dean is euphoric. Mm-hmm. He is just so happy. Sam um, remarks on it like you're in a good mood. Um, yeah, he's like, like, geez, you hear about a couple of severed heads and a pile of dead cows and you're Mr. Sunshine. So that's like, we're, it's a kind of, it feels like a different way of getting the plot information Mm -hmm. than we've gotten so far. We're, it's, you know, in mid dialogue where they're not telling us about the case. Yeah. Yeah. We got the information about the case in just like a line in the middle of this scene. So it feels maybe like a little bit more advanced writing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, Less Sarah. telling, a little more showing. Yeah. Okay, Sarah. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, Sarah. When we learn it's another 300 miles to Red Lodge, and Dean seems perfectly happy about this. They're, and they, you know, He's laughing. He's, it's, it's shocking how just happy he looks to have his car back. Maybe, and, and it's, it feels like almost like, too much. Yeah. yeah. There's 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 a lot here. But they pull away. Then we're in the sheriff's office in Red Lodge. <laughs> they're wearing suits. They're, they are wearing uh they are they are members of the press and they are wearing suits. Uh, and talking to the sheriff with a big handlebar mustache. Yes. <laughs> and they're interviewing him. And we learn the first severed head was found last week. Christina Flanagan was the one who was murdered two days ago. And we've also, we also learned over a dozen cattle have been found split open and drained. And when this gets brought up, the sheriff's like, what? <laughs> well, what about them? Sam's like, you don't think there's a connection? Mm-hmm. And he's like, connection with, with what? With... Yeah, the things that we just mentioned. Sam and Dean look awfully excited to be bringing up the satanic cult ritual yeah. stuff. Yeah. They're like, they're like satanic. It could be a satanic, satanic cult. cult. And the sheriff's like, the sher- I like the sheriff's reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He starts laughing. He's, he's, acting, he's, he's acting kind of big here. Yes. And, and I do like it. He, yeah, like one hand on his hip, like starts wagging his finger at them and laughing. And then he's like, oh. You're, You're not, not kidding. kidding. <laughs> um, and, and, and Dean's like, no. nope. <laughs> and then the sheriff immediately starts to lose patience with these guys. Yeah. Um, he's like, listen, cow dies if it's not attended, attended to. The bloat will rip it open. All the bodily fluids drain out. It's like, it's not, there's no such thing as cattle mutilation. And yeah, he's like, the bodily fluids fall down to the ground and get soaked up because that's what Gravity, Gravity dies. dies. <laughs> like, but hey, it could be Satan. <laughs> yeah, just immediately has zero patience for these yeah. idiots. What newspaper did you say you worked for? World, world Weekly News. Weekly, weekly world, world, world Worlds. World Weekly News. Weekly World. World. Weekly World. world. I'm new. <laughs> Get out of my office. <laughs> Dean and his charisma checks. Uh, I'm new. I'm. <laughs> it cuts. To 
And now they're doctors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're, they're at the Chandler County Hospital, and the boys walk into the morgue in lab coats. And So, new costume. Yeah. Yep. And Dean zeroes in on this guy's name tag, and it's Jay Manners. And he's like... Jay Manners, morgue attendant. Yeah. He's like, John! And the guy's like... Jeff. Jeff. He's like, Jeff, I know <laughs> that. Dr. Dorkin needs to see you in his office right away. But he's on vacation. Like, well, well he's, he's back. back. And he's pissed. And he's screaming for you, man. So if I were you, I'd... And Jeff books it out of the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I guess that works. Sam closes the door. And then um, we move very quickly through learning. Like, it, it feels less... I, I, I think, again, more, you know, showing, not telling. Yeah. In this scene, their their conversation feels a little bit more natural than sometimes we get in like the lore section. Yeah, it wasn't according to the lore. Yeah, it was just it was like, hey, by the way, remember those Satanists in Florida? Did they they marked their victims? Yeah, reverse pentacle on the forehead. Pentagons, Pentecostals. F up crap happens in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The dialogue closest just, thing we got to. A, yeah, we got a we got a very close F'd up. That's to, we, you know, the closest we could have on network television. Mm-hmm. Dean pulls out and hands Sam gloves. So that's nice. Yeah. yeah. They're wearing gloves before touching the dead thing. They often don't. No. <laughs> you know, they're, they're often handling human remains and, like, digging up bodies. Just with just, the bare hands. Just, just, you know, in regular clothes. Um, I think this is the first, this isn't the first time they've been to a morgue. No. But there's always been someone else there to tell them about the body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, remember that guy they bribed? Yes. yes. Who, like, gave them a rundown on, like, on the autopsy or whatever? Yeah. As I don't think they've done it themselves yet. No. So this is their first... This is their first examining like, a body by themselves. Yeah. Which, like, what do they know? <laughs> yeah. What are they looking for? <laughs> like, besides- like, it's it's funny, because they, so they pull out the morgue tray and the head, which has been, you know from the body is in a separate bucket. Dean tells Sam to open it, and Sam's like, You open it! He calls him a wuss. Flips open the top of the box and spins it to face Sam. Um, there's there's no reverse pentagram uh, on on the uh, on the forehead or anything. So, Dean suggests that they look in the mouth to see if, some, if the wacko stuffed anything down her throat. You know, kind of like the moth in Silence of the Lambs. Dean, in this scene, seems... Awfully excited about this. He does. It's like, dude, that's a woman's head. Yeah. And he, like, snacks Sam on the arm and smiles. And Sam's like, go ahead. And he's like, no, you go ahead. <laughs> so Sam checks them out. So, like, yeah, Sam went to college. But he was in pre-law. Yeah, yeah. very different. He is not a medical doctor. No. They have killed a lot of things. But I would not say that they are experts on the human body. No. So this is the first time we see them, you know, doing any kind of, like, more body examination by themselves. This will become a thing that they do Mm. and get much more comfortable with as it goes on. And, like, in later seasons, we're going to see, like, Sam doing, like, autopsies. Oh. Wow. Yeah. This, you know, become part of of their, their job. Is uh, sneakily <laughs> looking at bodies, <laughs> breaking into morgues and things. But this is like the first time Sam is doing this, so he's like checking out the the head, the head and the and the mouth throat situation. And Sam seems like I'm gonna he's like give me a bucket, give me a bucket, give me a bucket right now. And Dean's like, what? <laughs> yeah, you find something? No, I'm gonna puke. And then Dean's like, wait, like lift your lip up again. And Sam's like, do you want me to throw up? Like, is that it? And he's like, no, no, no. I think I saw something. And there's a hole in the gum line, and when they press on the upper gum line, 
a fang slides mm-hmm. out, like a retractable cat's claw. Yeah, a retractable set of vampire fangs. You gotta be kidding me. Sam's like, well, this changes things. <laughs> yeah. Means uh, like you think. Yeah. The, uh, the, the victims are, that, who are being decapitated are vampires. That's different. Yeah. Our perpetrator is a hunter. Um, so the boys pull up at a, a, like a dive bar. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, kind of a rough and rowdy looking place. Um, the type of place who, the last time we saw vampires, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, you know, a rowdy group who likes to drink and cause trouble at this type of establishment. So they, uh, you know, they give each other like a significant look before heading inside. And they walk into, it's a regular looking dive bar type of place. Um, and the camera like follows them and then holds while they mm-hmm. continue to walk past the camera on a man sitting alone at a table by the window. This man, I recognize. <laughs> this is Sterling K. Brown, and uh, who was in the, the credits as special guest star Sterling K. Brown. <laughs> nice. Uh, so the camera holds on him. So I was like, ah, this, ah, this man is going to be important. Is, is important. <laughs> and I do remember his character. This is a character uh, I do remember from from way back. They you know walk up to the bar where I know the bartender. <laughs> Oh, I know the actor who's playing the bartender, and um, I rem- I remembered that in one of the earlier episodes, this actor played a character. I didn't remember which one it was. Didn't realize it was this episode. Um, this actor will come back and play a different character. Oh, <laughs> fun! Um, and play like a recurring character later. Oh, cool. uh, actor's name is Ty Olson. So for anyone who knows Supernatural, Olsen twin? N- n- no relation. Okay. As far as I know. <laughs> um, for, so for anyone familiar with Supernatural, he comes back to play Benny, who is um, a friend of Dean's much later. Um, plays, by, So we, we see the bartender like, ah, it's Benny! <laughs> Benny's here! It's not Benny, but no. it's Benny! Patricia, and maybe Bridget, but this is more a show that was on when we were kids. You might recognize Ty Olson, at least his voice. Okay. He did not sound like this in, in the Supernatural episode. He was doing a voice. We, we, we would know him from his voice actor work. <laughs> from a show from when we were kids. Okay. On PBS. Is it like George Shrinks or something? No, but same like, era. Okay. Um, Ty Olson is the voice of Ord from Dragon Tales. Oh! You Aww, told me about that. That's so cute. And he will return later as Benny. And playing is just such a different character and like i didn't realize this like like the other like not too long ago i was like 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 oh man i can't wait till we see benny wonder what he's done lately and just happened to look him up and and like <laughs> like the blue screen in my brain was like benny is ord <laughs> from dragon tales benny was one of the voices of my childhood <laughs> so uh yeah um, the, 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 uh, the, the bartender here is Ord from Dragon Tales, and he will return as Benny. <laughs> My notes say, lol, not, lol, not Benny, see you in six years, bud. <laughs> not Benny is the bartender. Um, Sam bribes him for information on, um, they're looking for a group of people who moved into the area maybe six months ago, rowdy, like to drink. Um, Dean brings up they're probably night owls, sleep all day, party all night type of people. And the bartender's like, yeah, um, there's a, there's a local farm 
um, that was, you know, leased a couple months ago. Rowdy, Rowdy Bunch uh, says he had to 86 him a couple times. And we get a shot of the man smoking by the window. Who is listening to their conversation mm-hmm. and has, has clocked them. The boys take, like, a swig of their beers and then leave. Uh, and as they walk past the man by the window's table, he's gone. Mm-hmm. The cigarette is still smoldering, and the beer is he was drinking is mostly full. So the um, the boys, you know, head out into the street and walk around the building and, like, down an alley at the side of the building. And as they kind of pass it, again, again, the camera holds as they pass in front of the camera, and the camera stops moving when it gets to... This man we we saw it by the window, kind of hiding, like just just you know ducked out of sight, waiting for the boys to pass before he follows them into the alley. And then Gordon, well, this the the man we 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 discover was his name was Gordon, um, follows them down like two alleys. <laughs> yeah, around a corner, and they're gone. And it's like, where do they go? Turn back, turn front, <laughs> and the boys grab him. They pin him against the wall with a uh, Dean's got a knife up against his neck, and uh, Dean goes, he's like, smile. Show us those pearly whites. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, if this were just some guy, like, like that's a weird what? thing. <laughs> that's a really weird... like, weird... mugging me? <laughs> what are but we... Why, are why you, do you... Are you going to, to smile? S- steal my teeth? <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's like, he, he tells Dean to cool it with the knife, and then he calls Sam Chachi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is... Um, a reference to a specific character on Happy Days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, uh... Because of his hair? Probably because of his hair. Mm-hmm. Um, Chachi had kind of floppy hair like Sam. Yeah. He, you know, he's like, oh, okay, fine. And he pulls his lips lips back and he was like, no fangs. Yeah, he's like, I'm not a vampire. I, yeah, I overheard you guys. Like, like everybody's like, we're very tense, but he's like, everybody's like, like, who are you? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Who the hell are you? And who the hell are you? <laughs> Uh, Gordon, Wait, Spider-Man pointing at yeah. himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gordon has heard of Sam and Dean, mm-hmm. apparently. He and he has met John. Gordon's uh, when bringing up John says, "Yeah, he met him. Hell of a guy, great hunter." Which immediately <laughs> I'm like, "Well, now I'm suspicious of you and your taste." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is not something I trust. I mean, hell of a guy means maybe like hell. He hell the, of a guy means interesting, interesting take. The the tone to me when when he said hell of a guy, it, and including great hunter, hell of a guy was, had a tone of like admiration for the man. Yeah, mm. yeah, and he's like, I heard he passed. I'm sorry, big shoes to fill. But from what I hear, you guys fill them. Great trackers, good in a tight spot. And the boys are looking at each other like, like, how do you who, know who this? who is saying this about us? We don't know anybody. Yeah, we, we don't do, like we don't talk to hunters like a. Is, we don't know. Is there hunters. a newsletter? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like who who is who is saying these things? Who are you talking to? Who has heard of us and is like keeping tabs on our hunting exploits? Like, and Gordon's like, well, you know, hunters talk. talk. And they're like, like, no, we, we, we don't. We really don't. We don't know anybody else. Gordon says, well, I guess there's a lot your dad never told you, huh? Which was kind of a weird, like, posturing line. Yeah, like a Dean, like, clenches his jaw and, like, levels his gaze at Gordon. There's, there's like, a... It's a very... Like, that. The, their, their little exchange there is, like, very, like, toxic masculine posturing. Did Gordon in- actually introduce himself? 
No, we no, don't learn his we name. Don't, we don't learn his name until Sam much later. Says it to Ellen. Right? Yeah. So which so, is like, kind of funny they, how that's how they usually do it with women characters. Yeah, yeah we don't know this guy's name. <laughs> the audience doesn't learn his name until much later. I only knew it because you guys told me it. I and I. I only knew because it said in the episode description, right? I think so. I think I, it said his name in the episode description. Yeah, and I just, I only knew it because I remembered it. And I, but then, like, looking back, I'm like, he never introduced himself. No. We, we, one we, line of dialogue would have been like, but when, enough when, to when they're like, who are you? Who are you? I'm Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? Like, I'm Gordon. Um, <laughs> you know, Gordon is, we learned Gordon is responsible for the, the vampire kills. He's been here for about two weeks. And he's like, don't even, like, like don't go to the farm. It's a bust. It's just a bunch of hippie freaks. <laughs> and so then Dean's like, okay, so where where have you been here for a few weeks? Where's the real nest? And Gordon shuts down immediately. I got this one covered. Don't get me wrong. It's a real pleasure meeting you fellas. But I've been on this thing for over a year. I killed a fang back in Austin, tracked the nest all the way back here. I'll finish it. Immediately territorial. Yeah. And his, his, his mood goes from, like, man, I heard about you guys. You guys seem real cool, to... This is my turn. This, yeah, like, hostile. Like, I mean, he, he's not, you know, like... Like, his, his body language changes to, like, al- like almost openly hostile to them. Mm-hmm. Just just immediately. And Dean's, like, you know, like, oh, man, yeah. you know, I've been itching for a hunt. Like, we could help. We could help. help. And Gordon had... He's like, I hear there's a chupacabra two states over. Go ahead and knock yourselves out. J- just immediate, just hostile. Uh-huh. And then, you know, gets in his car to go. And then he, like, you know, kind of chills out a bit. Like, message sent that yeah. this is this is my turf. And then smoothing it over with, seriously, though, it was nice to meet you guys. <laughs> like, it, like, kind of... Yeah, I'll, I'll buy you a drink on the flip side. Like, he's like, yeah, like, like we can we can stay, we can stay friendly, we can stay professional. This is my turf. Yeah. Don't cross this line. I work alone. But like, hey, we're st- we're still chill. Car drives away. Beer. Some time. Yeah, leaves the boys in the rain. <laughs> Our next scene is at some kind of mill. We learn. We, we learn we, it's we, a it's mill. A we learn later. It's a mill. It's but some it kind like of industrial that. site of some kind. It looks like a factory or something. Sounds like it's near water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was like, like on the docks. Boat. Yeah, maybe it's weird. Not not very clear non, as non, to where we are. Non-specific. Some kind of industrial factory mill type place. And is it a security guard? A guy, custodian? Guy, sitting at a desk? But he's got like a badge on his shoulder. So. Yeah, like a guy who has a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man with job and uniform. <laughs> night night watch. Yeah. Um, hanging out at his, at his post, uh, is like, like, you know, I don't know if he's sleeping or, or what. He seems like kind of like not super active. He looks like he might be asleep. Yeah. Is roused by, he hears a noise and decides to take a little walk about. So he's like, you know, wandering around the exterior of this building and there's like a splashing noise. <laughs> he gets spooked by a bird. And he's like, oh, it was just the bird. bird. But that boom, Gordon is there. Whoa, Gordon. He's coming in with a knife. And uh, then the, this this security guard guy is like, I'm a vampire. <laughs> and he has like a baton that he uh, beats with and bears his fangs. And the guy kind of like lays Gordon down and hits him and goes uh, to pull down a blade. Like a, like, there's, yeah, so there's, there's like a fisticuffs yeah. s- scrabble. And in the fisticuffs, there's a button. Like a, 
There's a there's a button, and like the vampire takes the time to stop fighting, turn, push the button, <laughs> and turn on like a buzzsaw. Yeah, like yeah. a big chainsaw blade buzzsaw. And gets Gordon on his back underneath the saw. And, and it's gonna... he's just, like, pushing it down, and Gordon's just kind of, like, sitting there. The, yeah, it, like, he's, like, gonna, like, bring the saw down on him, but he, like, it's taking a while to do it. Yeah. <laughs> then we have Dean to the rescue! Yep, Sam and Dean pull Gordon out of the way of the blade. And there's a, there's another scuffle, and Dean manages to get the vampire where Gordon was. Harpoons him? Yeah. Where did he get a harpoon? It looks like he grabbed a pipe, but then it, was it had a, a harpoon It was a harpoon! End. A harpoon like is is like a whale whaling. is 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 a big ocean creature hunting tool. It is like a spear with a it's bar like a dent hook on the end and a rope attached, so you can throw it like a spear. Yeah, and it'll go in and won't come out. And then there's a rope attached so that you can then reel in whatever you're after. So usually whales or you know large sharks I didn't or things see like that. that. It was a harpoon. Yeah. The, Dean went after this vampire with a harpoon. I have no idea where he got one. Or why you have why you need a harpoon in Montana. For a vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is there a harpoon here? But he harpoons the vampire in the chest, pinning him to the, whatever the, this table is. Mm-hmm. And then takes the, the big saw, this, this cha- giant chainsaw. Lowers the blade and cuts the guy's head off. And we that like, and it's not it's not clean. No, blood splattering gets on Dean's face, and it takes like a second for it to get all the way through. Sam and Dean are both you know very serious. Gordon's like, Haha, so I guess I owe you guys that drink. He looks amazed. He's like having a good time. Yeah, um, Sam looks concerned, and Dean. The look on Dean's face it looks very similar to when we saw Dean beating up the Impala. Yeah, there is an emo- there is a lot of emotion happening right here for Dean. This this scene, the way he kills this vampire, this was overkill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we've seen them kill vampires before. You can do it quickly with a machete. Like like yeah, we know he can we, he can do this cleanly. We know like the, I mean they come covered in in weapons. Yeah, he's definitely got a machete on him. He can't. He had a harpoon. Why did he have a harpoon? He's like he. Like, if, if they were going there to, to save Gordon from the vampires, he definitely would have brought a machete. Yeah. The the choice to use the, the bandsaw, that, that was a choice. Yeah. There was a, there was a cruelty and a brutality to it. Mm-hmm. Dean, Dean is, this is one of those things um, in, in Dean's character. Dean can be so, so light and soft and funny and sweet. Dean is capable of great cruelty. Um, and this, we've seen it, we have seen it before. Uh-huh. Um, when we, we saw the interrogation with Meg. That was, that was a glimpse. And this, this, this sort of behavior is, I guess, unfortunately, more familiar to me. Mm-hmm. From remembering, you know, the more, for, for me, more recent, later seasons. This, this is when D- Dean is... In the, in in right right here. So I mean, we've seen him. He's at the beginning of this episode. He's you know, euphoric, happy, big big happy. This is a different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he is. <laughs> this this is. Oh, he's he's still not doing great. Yeah. What he just did right there. That was that was overkill. That was cruel. It was not a clean kill. It was a brutal, messy kill. That was unnecessary. 
and crueler than usual, um, which seems to please Gordon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And concern Sam. Um, like, that was... Uh, Remember back to the interrogation with Meg, Sam looking at Dean when he sees that anger and be yeah. like, this is, this is scary. a different person. This is a little scary. We're seeing some more of that from Dean. Mm-hmm. We're back at the bar, uh, sipping beers. The waitress brings by some shots. Gordon insists on paying and he and Dean drink. Sam looks disgusted. Uh, Gordon goes, he's like, Dean, you gave that big ass fang one hell of a haircut, my friend. That was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, very complimentary of, of Dean and Sam being very serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Dean's like, you all right, Sammy? And Sam's like, yeah, I'm fine. Gordon's like, lighten up a little, Sammy. Sam's like, he's the only one who gets to call me that. Yeah. <laughs> and and Gordon, to, like, to his credit, is like, okay, okay, no offense. Hey, right. like, hey, just celebrating a little job well done. Um, he, he didn't, like, push it like, oh, come on, yeah. whatever. Like, no, he was like, all right, all yeah, right. I respect that. Cool. When 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 Sam says that Dean's the only one who gets to call him Sammy, Dean's little smile. Mm-hmm. He turn he he turns away just a little bit and just has this soft little smile. Like, yeah, I am oh, the only one who gets to call him that. Yeah, he's my brother. He's my little pro. I'm the only one who gets. To, he's like, oh, it was that was really cute. But Sam's in a bad mood because he says decapitations are not my idea of a good time. I guess Gordon says, oh come on, man. It's not like it was human. Yeah, you got to have a little more fun with your job. The and we we've seen we're, we're so we've we've seen just like the very beginnings of this. Yeah. Um, the we saw it with I think it was Nightmare with Max mm-hmm. starting to see that blurred line right between like what's monstrous and what's human right. And um, we've seen you know in the other vampire episode where those guys I mean they they were you know clearly still evil but. They were trying to make the case that we're still people. Yeah. And there was a there was a moment of hesitation with the boys before John, but John was there. Yeah. And, you know, took care of things. Gordon making it very clear which camp he's in. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it was human. And Dean is uh, reacting well to this sort of environment. Like, you know, it, it's, a, it's a guys, buddy, buddy, guys thing. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like, that's what I've been trying to tell him. You got, you, he's like, like hey, now, Sam, you could learn a thing or two from this guy. Sam looks between the two of them, and he's like, yeah, I bet I could. I'm not going to bring you guys down. I'm just going to go back to the motel. Sam, this Dean is Dean is doing a masculine performance here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sam doesn't like it. Yeah. This, he is doing a masculine performance, Sam can spot it, in a very similar way to how Dean masculinely performs for John. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a familiar and comfortable role for Dean, but it's it's not healthy, or it's, it's a little painful. I think for, yeah. probably for Sam to watch. And Sam's like, oh no, this is this kind of feels familiar to me. Seems I because he brings up a point later that yeah I agree. With. <laughs> um, so Dean you know stays to keep drinking with Gordon and tosses Sam the keys to the Impala at the uh, at the motel. We see Sam specifically drop the keys on what looks like a little cactus. Yeah. It's a little key holder cactus thing. Mm-hmm. It's very cute, but he like, it, the, but the camera shows us like significant keep, shot yeah. on the little cactus. He put the keys here. Oh, <laughs> Don't forget, this is where the keys are. At the bar, uh, Dean is telling stories. He's talking about, you know, some, some hunt they were on and, you know, bragging about like how he took out the monster. And then 
He's like, I'm 16 years old. Kids my age are worried about pimples and prom dates. I'm seeing things that they'll never even know, never even dream of. This um, this hunt he's describing, where like after the hunt, he and John took whatever this was into the woods to burn it. Left Sam waiting in the car, mm-hmm. and is, it has this like revelation that. And Gordon's like, that's when you embraced the life, and he's like, yeah, I think I know when this was. Okay. Based on flashbacks, we will see. Okay. Later. Remember, I talked about, or remember we talked about when we saw the the, the only real flashback we've seen. Mm-hmm. We we also talked about um, when Dean um, when Dean got caught stealing. Right. Yes. And was sent to a boys' home for a while. That is a flashback we will see. And in that flashback, we learn that Dean thrives in normalcy, go, go, is going to high school, is doing well, is about to go to prom. Right. When John comes to get him. Yeah. There's a flashback we see, there's a, another flashback we see, which would take place a little bit later. So if prom happens, you know, junior year-ish, this, and this other flashback happens senior year-ish, where Dean, is, Dean has a very different personality situation like personality in relation to the high school experience Mm -hmm. and is very like very openly like toxically masculine and and, like like it is a toxically masculine performance Mm -hmm. this would 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 take place between those two flashbacks from what i'm we're able to tell this is the hunt that john picked dean up Right. So he was at the boys' home. He was thriving in normalcy. He was about to go to prom. John picked him up, told him there was a job. And kids my age are worried about pimples, prom dates. I'm seeing things they'll never even know, never even dream of. That's when he embraces the life. Right. And that's this is the story that Dean is telling himself, that this is better. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't get to have the normal life. And in telling, like, in telling Gordon this, Gordon is is like, like, yeah, absolutely, like, yeah, like, absolutely, we were born to do this. Like, like, there's some mm-hmm. superiority there. And the way Dean is interacting with Gordon here is almost is almost childlike. There mm-hmm. is there is a, a, a like a childlike vulnerability here. Yeah, like he's interacting with Gordon as, like, this older male, like, mentor figure mm-hmm. filling in for, like, a John father figure type situation. Yeah. And it ju- his, his, the vulnerability he is allowing himself to show Gordon is very, like, like this is an older male, men- male mentor figure that, that he can, like, you know, be vulnerable with. Dean tells this story, and then Gordon gives his backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tells the story of his first kill when he was 18. Um, he was home alone with his sister and heard something in her room, grabbed his dad's gun, tried to get it off her, but it was too late, gets flung across the room and knocked out cold. And when he woke up, the vampire was gone and his sister was gone. So, you know, and he was like, try explaining that one to your family. So I left home, uh, bummed around looking for information on how to track them, how to kill them. And then I found that vampire. It was, yeah, it was his first kill. And this is not an uncommon hunter origin story, is someone in your family ha- is, you know, killed or hurt by something supernatural, mm-hmm. and then you go down the dark rabbit hole of trying to find out anything and everything you can about supernatural. You go on a revenge hunting spree, and by then you're in the hunter life, and then you just keep going. Yeah. So then Dean starts talking about his dad. And this, here, we he really starts to 
get this like childlike vulnerability where he's like, listen, he's like, I'm not hand- handling this well. He, he, like, he's, you know, John is gone and he, um, he would take these terrible beatings, but he just kept coming. Um, so you always say to yourself, he's indestructible. He'll always be around. Nothing can kill my dad. But just like that, he's gone. And he's like, I can't talk to Sammy about this. I got to keep my game face on around him. But the truth is, yeah, I'm not handling this very well. And he's like, I feel like I have this. And Gordon's like, you have the hole inside of you. And it just gets bigger and bigger and darker and darker. Good. You can use it. It keeps you hungry. Trust me, there's plenty out there that needs killing. And this will help you do it. It's not a crime to do your job. So this is, um, Dina's referenced this, this hole, this pit mm-hmm. in his stomach before. That's what he felt when he first was brought back. And Gordon recognizes this and identifies it as um, a like a, a rage and a bloodlust. Yeah. And Dean's like, oh yeah, that, that must be what that is. It's not. No. Gordon misidentifies this. This is um, him thinking he recognizes something in Dean that he sees in himself. Uh, recognize recognition of the self through the other. Yeah. It is a some it is something that makes Gordon monstrous. Um, and he's like, yeah, it's, it's, we're, you know, we're, we're starting to get the, we're, we're, we're just the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you and me, we aren't so different. different. <laughs> <laughs> you got your law practice. I got, got these, these fucking, fucking markers. markers. <laughs> he said, he says like, it's not a crime to do your job. I mean, like it's murder, but like, yeah, right. It's it kind of a crime. It is a crime. This, this, like, he's like, yes, use it. It's like, use your anger, yeah. Anakin. <laughs> yeah. Your anger makes you powerful, Anakin. <laughs> use it. <laughs> Which, like, listen, if, you're, if your speech is sounding more and more similar to Darth Sidious, you, you might want to reevaluate <laughs> your, your pitch. <laughs> you may want to, to reflect on your life. You might be a bad guy. <laughs> Then we, we get we get a shot of the roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellen's Ellen's bar from the last episode. It's actually busy. It's at night because guess what? The bar's open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when 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 bars are open, there are people there, and the door is unlocked. She's you know doing bar stuff. Sam calls her, and she picks up the phone. She's like, "Oh, Sam, it's good to hear from you. You boys are okay, aren't you?" He's like, everything's fine. I just got a question. You ever run across a guy named Gordon Walker? And, and like... I'm like, this is where we learn his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, I mean... It Sam- would be so funny if that wasn't actually his name. If, like, he was just like, you ever come across a guy named Gordon Walker? She's like, yeah, I know him. And, like, he's like, oh, cool. Now there's this other guy. Yeah, yeah there's this other guy. Other I don't know, I don't know, I don't know who this is. I don't know who this guy's name is. He looks, he kind of looks like this guy named Gordon Walker that I bumped into on the road. Um, but this is very smart of Sam. Uh, he knows, Ellen mm-hmm. knows hunters. She she runs a hunter-friendly bar. So checking, and she seemed like a trustworthy type person who had helped them before. Yep. So checking in with her. Smart, Sam. Um, Ellen confirms that, you like this. yes, she does know him. He's a real good hunter. And then she says, why are you asking, sweetie? You know, I, I like, loved that. Oh, She's so sweet. Oh, I love it. Right, she cut, she, and it's so natural. Mm-hmm. She is just like, and just the, the warmth that she answers the phone. She's like, oh, Sam. Hi, yeah. hon. It's like, oh, oh. Oh, that's wanna, so sweet. I want to mom. Yeah. She's, she's a very mom figure. I, I low-key, I just want to 
I want to like live in the ambiance of her bar. That's it's not. She's mm-hmm. so nice. Yeah. And he's like, we we we've we met Gordon Walker, and she's like, like, she's like we bumped into him on the road. Uh, he seems kind of nice. She's like, she's like, he's not. No, no. Uh, don't do that, Sam. And he's like, well, that's intense. <laughs> Thought you said he was a good hunter. He's dangerous to everyone and everything around him. If he's working on a job, you let him handle it. You move on. She says he is a good hunter, like Hannibal Lecter is a good this psychiatrist. Is- yeah. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> uh, a single mom who works two jobs and loves her kids and never stops. <laughs> oh, boy. If he's that, I mean, if he's that kind of dangerous, you maybe could have led with that, Ellen. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I'm like, that was a like, way to bury the lead. Yeah, like, um, well, I think, like... But, like... If he's, she, like, Because she's, like, just so human. casual. Like, like, yo, yeah, he's a good hunter. If he's on, like, Hannibal Lecter-level crazy... Maybe lead, lead with, with that. that. He's effective, but he but he's crazy. <laughs> like, start there. Yeah. So we, you know, the viewer, we have no reason to mistrust Ellen. She's been nothing but helpful to them, and she just called Sam Sweetie. Mm-hmm. So we, the audience, need to take take this seriously. That she she calls Gordon a she calls Gordon a, a Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Like, yikes! Back at the bar, Gordon and Dean. <laughs> I like to thank my mom and my dad. <laughs> Gordon and Dean are, are still talking and drinking. There's a lot of more empty shot glasses on the table. And they're really sinking into the, you know, like, uh, we're, 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 like, just the same. And, like, this is like what we love about the hunter life. Mm-hmm. Gordon says what he loves about the hunter life is that it's black and white. It's monsters and humans. <sighs> You find the evil thing and you kill it. There are no shades of gray, which we know at this point is not true. Yeah, it's it's and we it's early seasons. We've only seen a couple examples of this, but we know it's not true. Yeah, and Dean's like, not sure Sammy would agree with you on that one. And and then Gordon goes in with the your brother is different, not like us. Mm-hmm. He's like, not saying he's wrong, just different. You and me, we're born to do this. It's in our blood. It's in our blood. And you can see. Dean Dean wants to believe Gordon because Gordon is giving him this validation. He is it's it's this masculine validation that he had to fight so hard for to, to get a scrap of it from John mm-hmm. and now John's gone and Gordon is you know he is he is putting Gordon in that role in his life like like in this moment and Gordon is giving him the validation he wants. Like he's like you know like you're a good hunter, you're doing the right thing. You, you the this is the the mindset that a true hunter has you're doing a good job it's it's validation and then attached to the validation is the is the you know we're different from sam mm-hmm. it's okay to be a psychopath <laughs> yeah um you're just doing your job you're, it's just doing your job and it there's there are no shades of gray it's easy and it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's black and white. You can see Dean wants to believe him, but there is hesitation there. Yeah. He he wants it, but it's 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 not that simple. But but Dean is, you know, close to just fully believing Gordon and like, you know, buying into what Gordon is is saying here. Back at the motel, Sam is, you know, outside getting a soda from a very old soda machine. It's a cool, cool, cool old soda machine. You get a point of view shot, someone watching him. He's looking around like he feels like someone's watching him, though. Yeah, he's like, his his spidey senses are tingling, and yeah. he's like, mm, I'm uncomfortable. So, so he rushes back to his room, shuts the door, 
kind of laughs like, there's nothing to be scared of. Sets his soda down and gets jumped. <laughs> yeah, there are two guys in his room. And there's a little bit of a, a scuffle. And Sam does a one weird punch. Yeah. <laughs> he does the punch he does is really weird. <laughs> it's it's it, his arm is it's like very cramped. Hmm. And he just kind of like it's it's I don't even know how it's like a pop. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's a it's like a little it's like a jab, but it's it's cramped and awkward and like I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like bonk. <laughs> before getting clocked over the head by a hotel phone. Which makes a ding, which echoes into, you know, to black. Without the, which was that? I thought that was a cool sound design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. So Sam get, got knocked unconscious there. We see a car crossing a bridge. A bridge, a long bridge. Yeah. Going over a substantial body of water. Yeah. To Where to- are they? <laughs> My thought exactly. So, like, I was like, okay, so at that weird factory place... There was, like, a splashing noise, like they were near water, and I yeah. was like, okay, that's weird, but okay. This br- the long wooden bridge goes over water, a substantial body of water. Yeah. Is it, like, a lake? I don't know if it's a, a big river, or if it's a lake, or if it's, like, wetlands, or what. Yeah. Um, but this looks Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Which is where they film. This doesn't really look like Montana. No. I don't see any mountains. Um, Red Lodge is a town in Montana. I don't think it looks like this, though. I don't think so. This, uh, this, this kind of broke, water. <laughs> broke my suspension of disbelief a little bit. Montana's very dry, lar- largely. It's yeah. a, um, and Pacific Northwest is very wet. This, this looks more Pacific Northwest to me than, uh, <laughs> than Montana. Um, uh, so I was like, where, where, where are they? Where are they? Where are they supposed to be? Sam has a bag over his head. He's tied to a chair. A guy takes the bag off, and we see that Sam is gagged. And we get like a blurry POV shot, uh, which like, oh, that was kind of cool how they decided to do that. Mm-hmm. They haven't really done one of those before. Mm-hmm. And the bag was pulled off his head by <gasps> not Benny the bartender, <laughs> who is a vampire. Oh, it was Benny? Yeah, Benny the bartender. Yeah. Not Benny the bartender. Just the bartender. Oh, I didn't recognize it. Oh, no, he was he was not Benny the bartender. The guy comes in and is like menacing, menacing Sam with his fangs. And we see, we hear from off screen, um, uh, Lenore mm-hmm. stops him. She says, wait, step back, Eli. And we see another actor with whom I am familiar and Patricia, you may be as well. She looked familiar. She was on Buffy. Okay. That's Tara from Buffy. It is! Amber Benson um, was who played Tara on Buffy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. We get a couple actors in, in this in this episode. She stops Eli, we learn. Not, not Benny. His name is Eli. Lenore introduces herself and says that she's not going to hurt him, that she just wants to talk, and then reassures Sam that Eli won't hurt him either, and that, like, you have my word. Sam's like, your word? Great, thanks. You're not the first vampires I've met. And she's like, we're not like the others. We don't kill humans, and we don't drink their blood. We haven't for a long time. Um, they, she reveals that they've been getting by on cattle blood. That's where all the cattle yeah. mutilations came in. And she's like, it's, it is disgusting, but it allows us to get by um, because, you know, no missing locals, no missing people, no victims. 
nothing to draw on the hunters. They can, you know, blend in with regular society. Eli is not happy. No, he's like, why are we explaining ourselves to this killer? Um, they murdered, we, we learned the, uh, the, the vampire who got his head chopped off. His name was Conrad. Um, and Eli would have, we assume Eli was, you know, the bartender. Mm-hmm. So he served them drinks while they celebrated Conrad's murder. Yeah. He had to watch that. <sighs> and Lenore's like, listen, we can't do anything about it. What's done is done. We're leaving town tonight. Listen, I'm ask, I'm asking you not to follow us. And as a show of good faith, she's like, we're going to return you unharmed. So they walk Sam out to the car with a bag on his head, drive out. At, by this point, Dean and Gordon have, have made it back to the motel. Enough to knock him out with a telephone, though. Okay, so on, on television, being knocked out is um, entirely used for convenience purposes. Yeah. Being knocked out is never realistic. But Sam, Sam was, we learn, awake for the car ride. Yes. Yeah. And aware enough that he was able to you know, track it. So it must have come to pretty quickly after yeah. getting put in the car. Well, it was it was just enough to subdue him. Back as well, yeah, and the car yeah. back. So Dean and Gordon are uh, you know have made it back to the motel and are working the case. They've got a map. They're trying to figure out you know there there are a bunch of farms in the area and Gordon's covered a bunch of them. No luck trying to figure out like you know which direction to go. And Dean's like, well, you just gotta check the rest of them. And there's like they share a look that's like, like kind of like a challenging look mm-hmm. that's kind of intense. The tone of which I'm not really sure. Yeah, what it, what it, what's going on there? But Dean breaks it, it to notice the time. And he's like, "Where's, where's Sam?" And Gordon's like, "Well, the car's still here. Uh, I probably took a walk. Seems like the t- take a walk type." And Dean's like, "Yeah, but Sam walks in. Yeah, and Dean's like, "Where, where have you been?" He's like, "Can I talk to you alone?" So they go outside. And Sam is like, maybe we got to rethink this hunt. Sam is like, to be fair to Dean, <laughs> Sam comes in and is like, Dean, have you thought, have you considered that vampires might be people? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, why no, Sam? <laughs> I haven't. Because guess what? We've seen vampires murder people. <laughs> so they are bad. So therefore, evil, evil. And Sam's like, I don't think we've given it enough thought. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Dean's like, where is this coming from? And Sam's like, listen, uh, I was just at their house. (laughs) (laughs) They brought me to their house and and talked to me. Um, we watched a movie together. (laughs) The the, board games. (laughs) The pretty chill. He's like, listen, Dean, I was just at their place (laughs) and they were fine. So I think we shouldn't murder them. They seem to kind of like people. <laughs> they want me to come over next Tuesday. <laughs> I think we should leave them alone. And Dean's like, what are you talking about? They're vampires. They're monsters. This is an easy one. Mo- we kill monsters. Like, that's our whole job. Well, he says, if it's supernatural, then we kill it. And Sam's like, no, if it's evil, then we kill it. That's it. Yeah. So, important distinction there that mm-hmm. Sam makes. You know, saving people, hunting things, the family business. Dean has attached what Gordon has been saying the whole night yeah. to that with, we hunt and kill the supernatural. And Sam's like, technically, no. Yeah. Our job is hunting evil, specifically. Evil supernatural stuff. So, this is different. This does not qualify. Um, you so guys are nice 
Vampires. Yeah, so we're, you know, we're looking at, you know, a crucial alignment chart shifting here. Yeah. Gordon is hiding behind, like, a wall or a corner around the motel, listening yeah. to them. Wait, yeah. was that, did it show that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, they're, 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 it was, again, they walked past, like, in, in their, like, pacing discussion, the camera was following them as they were walking, then the camera stopped, and they kept walking, and we saw Gordon peek out from behind the corner of the building, oh, listening to their conversation. So Sam's like, listen, they're not evil if they're not killing people. We should just leave them alone. And Dean's like, um, they're vampires. Of course they're killing people. That's what they do. They're all the same. They're not human. And we have to exterminate every last one of them. And that's extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Sir, you have been radicalized in uh, the last couple hours. Like, that, that that is an extreme stance to take. And... Sam's like, listen. I don't think so. Like, not this time. Like, no. And then Dean's like, like, listen, I know what I'm talking about because I've been talking to Gordon all night. (laughs) And Sam's like, Gordon? You're taking his word for it. Alan says that he's bad news. (laughs) And Uh, and, and, (laughs) and he's like, like, Alan? Alan. It's like, you called mom? (laughs) Yeah, you called mom? What? (laughs) I'm supposed to listen to her? And then he says, we We barely know know her. her. Like, you barely know Gordon, either. She doesn't even go here. Yeah, Sam's like, we don't know Gordon, either. And Alan says he's bad news. So, and then here we go. And so they're getting, you know, more and more heated. And Sam calls Dean out on his bullshit. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says he's a substitute for dad, isn't he? And a poor one. And Dean's getting mad. Sam says he's not even close, not on his best day. And Dean's Dean's like, you know, I'm not even going to talk about this. And But Sam keeps going. Calling Dean out spe- on, specifically on his bullshit. You slap on that big fake smile, but I can see right through it because I know how you feel, Dean. Dad is dead. He left a hole and it hurts so bad you can't take it, but you can't just fill that hole with whoever you want to. It's an insult to his memory. Dean goes, okay. Punches him in the face. Yeah. D- did that make you feel better? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you can hit me all you want. It won't change anything. And he's like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to go find, find the vampires myself. Hmm. You, don't ha- you don't have to tell me. I'm just going to go do it. So he goes back to the hotel room. Gordon is gone. And he took the keys. He snaked the keys, as Sam says. <laughs> you remember that little, the little cactus? Yep. It's gone. The little, the little key is gone. But, but in real- realizing this, like, okay, so Gordon's gone. Sam's like, we got to stop him. Dean's like, no, we should help him. Sam's like, give me the benefit of the doubt. Please trust me. I'm your brother. Trust me. He's and he's like, like, yeah, we'll see. And that's when he notices the keys are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, strike one for Gordon. Yeah. You messed with the Impala. <laughs> Yikes. That's bad. Um, Steen's now has to hotwire baby, and he's like gr- grumbling about how we just got her all fixed up. Now he's got to hotwire her. So that's that <laughs> strike one. <laughs> Sam like details the route that they took him on for Dean on a map. And Dean's like, man, you're good. You're a monster pain in the ass, but you're good. <laughs> Car drives away. Back at the vamp farm, Lenore and Eli are, you know, packing up the pickup truck. Or they're, they're, they're packing up. Um, Eli is advocating for going out in a blaze of glory. L- Lenore's like, listen, that's awfully defeatist. <laughs> it, it, there's an interesting bit of conversation here where they're like, it sort of mirrors a conversation that John w- had with the boys when he was talking about the vampires. Mm-hmm. John talking about the vampires as like being like monstrous people. Eli and Lenore are talking about the hunters mm-hmm. as like once they get your scent, they're never going to let it go. Mm-hmm. 
they'll they'll just keep coming. Which Eli's like here, like listen, this is different. This is self defense. We're not going out murdering people. They're coming to us. They're coming after us. Yeah, like, it's kill or be killed. And we can't. You can't reason with these people. They're going to kill us all anyway. We should at least take a few of them out with us. And Lenore's like, our kind are based are nearing extinction. Mm-hmm. And she says she refuses to give up hope if we can change, they can change. She tells him to leave to go get the others, uh, and that they leave before sunrise. The we, you know, exterior shot at night. Gordon pulls across the bridge and begins hunting. The boys follow in the Impala. It's very tense. Back at the vamp house, Lenora's loading up the truck. Uh, is like there's there's like a kind of a quiet tense moment, and Gordon gets the jump on her. <laughs> Okay, so right here, oh, I this had, is the sound this effect. This is the sound effect that I had recorded that I wanted to play for you guys. It is. It made me genuinely laugh out loud because it was so bad, and I I don't know where it's like stereotypical soundboard uh, jump scare. If if I could find a clean version of this this sound effect, it's it's a recognizable yeah. Uh, horror, I tried horror. to find it before, but I I couldn't find it. It, it is it's a recognizable horror sound effect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this is that's like a dun dun. And if I if I can find it, I'll play it here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that plays, and he, so he gets her like in like a headlock and gets. I was like, is that Dead Man's Blood? And then yeah. he's like, it's Dead Man's Blood, bitch. <laughs> dead yeah. Man's Blood, bitch. And he stabs her in the chest. The next scene is we're like, oh, this this guy, this is what, what Ellen meant. Yes. Yeah. Gordon is torturing Lenore. He has a knife that he's dipping in Dead Man's Blood, and he's just cutting her. We see, and she, she looks rough. Mm. She is kind of hazy and out of it. She's covered in cuts. Her cheek has a bruise. It's a, it's all swollen up, and her cheek has been split. So it looks, so she's been hit in the face, yeah, hard. And the boys walk in, and Gordon's like, "Oh, hi guys! Glad you could make it. Yeah, come on in. Just poisoning Lenore here with some dead man's blood. She's gonna tell us where all her little friends are, aren't you? Want to help? Grab a knife." <laughs> and he draws a knife across her forearm, and we see the veins go all red and spiderwebby. <sighs> And he said, I was just about to start in on the fingers. <laughs> and the boys are looking at it like, oh. whoa. <laughs> like, hey, you hey, God. Dean goes like, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, let's all just chill out, he's huh? Like, I'm chill. I'm, chill. <laughs> I'm completely chill. Like, and the way ah. that he said that, I'm just like, ooh. Ooh. Just the way he's like, I'm completely chill. I'm chill. Yeah. And like, Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> that's yeah, the biggest too- problem here. You are too you chill. Are, you are yeah. very chill with this specifically. Sam um, is like, Gordon, put the knife down. And Gordon's like, <laughs> Dean like puts a hand up on Sam's chest. Like, nope, too soon, buddy. Like, we'll we'll get there. Yeah, it sounds like Sam here needs to chill. Yeah, and Sam is like, okay, just step away from her, all right. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I am wasting my time here. He's, he's, he says, this bitch will never talk. Pulls out a machete. And he's like, might as well put her out of her misery. I just sharpened it. So it's completely humane. Like he, and, he, and the way he says it is... Kind of mocking Sam. I was going to say absolutely seriously non... Yeah. Like like not mocking. Really? Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. I was like... Like, 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 like the, way you, you, the way you might talk to a vegan. 
about is like, like like you know what I to make you comfortable. We're not gonna ha- we're like it's it's like like this isn't how I would typically do it. But like you know what? Yep, you're being you're accommodating. You're uncomfortable. That's fine. We'll uh, I'll do this completely humanely. See, super sharp. This is it's gonna be quick. Like being absolutely accommodating. And it's like no, sir, sir, <laughs> sir. that's not the issue. <laughs> the issue is this is murder. Sam approaches. He's like, Gordon, I'm letting her go. And Gordon's like, you're not doing a damn thing. And points the machete at Sam. Mm. Strike two for Gordon. Yeah. Turn. Hey, 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 let's talk about this, this Dean. Is, yeah. So, uh, so, so as far as Dean Dean goes, this yeah. is strike two for Gordon. Um, yeah. First turn, turning a knife on Sam. Like, ooh. Hmm. You, you, yeah, Gor- Gordon. was one thing, but now Sam, he's like, mm, you, no. Gordon, you and Dean struck up a rapport. Yeah. Not enough to, to drive a wedge between Dean, Dean and Sam, really. And openly threatening Sam? No. Nope. That's, nope. ba- that's a bad move, bud. Dean's like, hey, listen, let's talk about this. And Gordon's like, what is there to talk about? We've, we've said it. Like, there's no shades of gray. Dean's like, yeah, I hear you, and I know how you feel. The vampire that killed your sister deserved to die. It's like, Gordon, like, laughs at this. He's like, killed my sister? That filthy fang didn't kill my sister. It turned her, made her one of them. So I hunted her down and killed her myself. Wasn't my sister anymore. It wasn't human. I didn't blink, and neither would you. So when Dean says, "I hear you. I know how you feel," and Gordon's like, "Do you?" and he's like, "I you know, hunted her down and killed her myself. You would too." Later, I want to return to this scene. Okay. Later this season. Oh. I believe. I, I don't want to spoil this part. No. Okay. No spoilers. There is, but there is something here. This is this is closer to the forefront of Dean's mind. Than um, that is that is obvious at this point in the in in the show. Um, the the idea of Gordon being like like how would you know how it felt? Uh, he you know I had, I had to kill my sister, but I did it without hesitation, mm-hmm. and you would too. When he says that, Dean Dean's horror on his face because the idea of killing Sam. Sammy, yeah, his whole job is protecting Sam. The idea that he would kill Sam without hesitation, you know. Because he became monstrous. No, it's it's just so you know antithetical to to everything Dean is, and that this is um, presented to him by like the man who he has you know put in the spot in in his in, um, in his life that, that John filled this you know older mentor who was giving him this validation and telling him that he was doing the right thing is telling him that like if push came to shove he would be expected to. Like, like, to be a good hunter, he would be expected to turn on his brother, because there are no shades of gray. If Sam were to become monstrous, he would be expected to kill Sam. And we know from Nightmare yeah. that they've that Dean's had to confront that idea, at mm-hmm. least briefly, with Max. Mm-hmm. Sam, is exper- Sam is starting to express some powers similar to Max, and that there, there's... The, and Max was using those powers to kill people, but where exactly is that line? Yeah. So Dean knows that there is... A possibility for monstrous behavior from Sam, or you know what the hunters what hunters would deem monstrous, right? Yeah. So there's some some of that is already at the front of his mind here, and then the thing I want to uh, return to also plays into that. This is strike three for Gordon. Mm-hmm. This is this is the the breaking of you know whatever spell Gordon had on him is this is the beginning of the end of their relationship. Gordon goes on to say. She wasn't my sister anymore. It, 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 it wasn't my sister anymore. It wasn't human. <sighs> Didn't blink. Neither would you. And like, listen, Gordon, you're wrong. He's blinking now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and this is this is Gordon pulling the we're not so different you and I. And like like again like if you hear yourself saying that, yeah, you might wanna step you, you, you might want to uh, you know reconsider that you may be a, a, a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> you might be the bad guy of the story. So then Sam butts in and he's like, "Hold up, you knew all along these vampires were not dangerous." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you knew they weren't killing anyone. You knew about the cattle. You just didn't care. As Sam is talking, you can you you're just watching Dean's face. We got some jacking choices. As he's everything, like the, all their interactions over the past couple days are being you know recontextualized. As he's realizing he's wrong, realizing that Gordon is a psychopath, mm-hmm. and Gordon's like, care about what? A nest of vampires suddenly starts acting nice, taking a little time out from sucking innocent people. And we're supposed to buy that? And Dean's look hardens. You've both seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, right? Yes. Yes. Is You know, it's like when his dad is like, it broke my heart to put that tumor in her head. Yeah. Like, He's like, what? <laughs> no, no, wait. No, no. <laughs> that sounds bad. But it's like, you excuse me? <laughs> and then Gordon's like, okay, like, let's... Trust me on this. It does, that doesn't change who they are. It doesn't change what they are. I, I keep putting the humanizing language into it. That's not yeah. what Gordon said. Gordon is using dehumanizing language yeah. for them. So he can prove it. So he grabs Sam. And cuts Sam. Cuts he his forearm. Positions him over Lenore. Cuts his forearm and allows Sam's blood to drip into Lenore's mouth. Dean aims the gun at Gordon. He's like, let him go now. Like, he is done playing this game. Yeah. Um, and he's like... And, then, and Gordon says... Relax. If I wanted him dead, he'd be on the floor. Oh, Gordon, you are playing with fire here, bud. Like, I don't know if Gordon's just not picking up on that whatever rapport they had is gone. Yeah. But now he has damaged Sam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, Dean is done playing. And it's the the threat of, if I wanted him dead, he would be. Like, (laughs) Mm. ooh. Mm. (laughs) You're making some choices there. So he allows Sam's blood to drip into Lenore's mouth, and she vamps out. Yeah, her fangs come out, she goes all snarly, and Gordon's like, you think she's so different? Still want to save her? Look at her, they're all the same. Evil, bloodthirsty. She's like, no! She retracts her fangs and starts saying, like, no, no, like, I... Like, no, I don't want to do this. It's like sheer force of will she's able to do this. And Gordon's Mm -hmm. like, oh... My bad. <laughs> Gordon, well, no, Gordon's not like, oh, my bad. Gordon's like, uh, huh. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Dean is like, D- D- it looked like when she vamped out, he wavered for a moment. Yeah. But when she pulled herself back in. He was like, okay, I, I get it now. Like, we're done here. No, yeah, you're Sam, done. you're done. <laughs> you're done. You're done. Sam is like, you hear her, Gordon? And he pushes Gordon's knife away as in Gordon backs off. And he's like, Sam is like, we're done here. <laughs> and Dean tells Sam to get her out of here. Uh, he picks up Lenore out of the chair. I notice, I'm like, so she's not tied up? I guess not. I guess she was just, she was just, just so, 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 so poisoned. Yeah, I think he, he probably untied her after she... Uh-huh. Who knows? She was so poisoned and so weakened. Maybe they just, maybe just to make it easier for her him to pick her up. Yeah. Know. So Dean keeps his gun aimed at Gordon. And he's like, I think you and I have got some things to talk about. And Gordon's like, get out of my way. And Dean's like, sorry. He's like, you're not serious. He's like, listen, I'm having a hard time believing it too, but I know what I saw. If you want those vampires, gotta go through me. Gordon looks at his machete 
sticks it in the table and says, fine. So Dean's like, oh, okay, we're, we're having a gentleman's duel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he removes the clip from his gun. <laughs> Goes to put the gun away. And Gordon sucker punches him. He's like, that's not And fair. in sucker punching him, turns, pulls the knife from the table, and Dean's like, oh, come on. Yeah, it's like, bitch. So then they brawl. There's a lot of kicking and punching and shoving and getting each other up against the wall and flipping over. And at some point, uh, Gordon, like, drop kicks Dean and he falls backwards onto a table, <laughs> breaking it. Oh, no! A table! It's broken! And uh, Gordon, you know, again, with the, you know, we're not so different. He's like, you are not, you're not like your brother. You're a killer like me. We're on the same side. And Dean's like, I don't think so, you sadistic bastard. <laughs> Dean's able to get the upper hand. He sweeps the leg and knocks <laughs> Gordon down. <laughs> you know, knocks him sort of senseless, gets him in a headlock, and like in walking him to the chair to tie him up, walks him head first into a wall. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Bangs his head into the door frame. Sorry. <laughs> Ties him to the chair. And he's like, you know, I might be like you. I might not, but you're the one tied up right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dean, I think Dean is, you know, specifically vulnerable to the, you know, we're not so different, you and I monster talk. Mm -hmm. Because Dean has some serious self-loathing issues. Dean... Skin. <laughs> Dean sees at least himself, in part at least, as monstrous. Even this early in the show. And that only gets worse as we go on. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how he sees himself and, uh, you know, how monstrous he sees himself, he sided with Sam here and is like, we're, you know, we hunt evil, not the supernatural specifically, so. Can't wait for them to go back to Ellen and be like, hey, so. So if Gordon comes here looking for <laughs> <laughs> It's the next day at the vamp farm and Gordon is still tied up. Dean's still got his gun and he's walking around the chair. We hear a vehicle approaching outside and it stops. Sam walks in. He's like, did I miss anything? And Dean's like, not much. <laughs> like, yeah, he kind of, he walks in and kind of assesses the situation. Like, hmm. this is different. Because <laughs> Dean looks kind of beat to shit, too. Yeah. He's like, huh, so, something hmm. happened here. <laughs> Did I miss anything? No. Not much. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, they got Lenore and everybody else out. Yeah, Dean, and I, I thought this, just this, the way he says it was interesting. Dean specifically refers to her as Lenore. And uses humanizing language to talk about them. Yeah. Which is very different from how he's talked about vampires in the past. Mm -hmm. But he refers to Lenore specifically at, um, and, asks if, and asks after her. And so, but then Dean's like, all right, I uh, guess our work here is done. How you, and then he starts to taunt Gordon. Mm -hmm. It's like, how you doing, Gordy? Got a tinkle yet? <laughs> Gord we'll get comfy. We'll call someone in two to three days and they'll come untie you. Gordon is staring daggers at both boys. Mm -hmm. yep. Dean leaves his knife on the table. Uh, and he's like, and then, and then almost, he's almost, almost like sheepishly like, hey, I, I guess this is goodbye. He's like, well, it's been real. And then decks him hard enough to knock him, him in the chair backwards. And then he's like, okay, I'm good. We can go. <laughs> They're outside the house. Dean is like, all right, clock me one. I won't even hit back. Let's go. Because... Uh, he punched Dean, or because he punched Sam in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when Dean thinks he deserves to be punished, he thinks he should get hit. Great. <laughs> Says a lot, doesn't Ooh, it? Yep. 
He's like, yeah, well, he's like, you know what? The only way I know I understand is by acting out physically. So I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's and go. S- and Sam's like, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm no, not doing that. You already looked like you've got hit in the face by a concrete blog. Yeah. Like, he's like, let's go. You get a freebie. Hit me. Come on. And yeah, you just, you look like you went 12 rounds with a block of cement, Dean. I'll take a rain check. Yeah. yeah. Dean is in, you know, contrast to the kind of the, the, you know, the joking behavior when he, when they said goodbye to Gordon is not as like chill about this as, as he appeared. Yeah. He wishes they had never taken the job. It just messed up his whole worldview on how monsters work. And he's like, what if it's like, we've, we've been hunting all our lives. We've killed a lot of things. What if we kill things that didn't deserve to die with, and he's like, Dad, you know, how Dad raised us. Sam, you know, tries to, you know, sort of appease him. Like, like listen, Dean, you know, after what happened with Mom, Dad did the best he could. And Dean's like, the, I know, but the, he raised us to hate. Yeah. Specifically. And the vampire at the mill is like, I did hate it. And I enjoyed that. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. And Sam's like, well, you didn't kill Lenore. And Dean's like, I wanted to. Yeah, I was going to it's a it's it's a a very it's a very anakin line i was gonna kill her i was gonna kill them all (laughs) yep and sam's like but you didn't though and that's what matters and dean it's like he doesn't buy it he's like like nothing like those were people and i was going to slaughter them yeah and i wanted to do that and i would have enjoyed doing it what kind of monster does that make me is like the what he's doing but he like breaks the tension you know you're like you're you're a pain in my ass and sam's like well i guess i'm going to have to stick around to keep being a pain in the ass then thanks don't mention it they you know go to get in the car uh this shot here the next shot dean leaning on the hood of the impala with the sunrise behind him mm-hmm. it was beautiful mm-hmm. He looked, it was so pretty. Dean looked so pretty. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, it was very pretty. But like, he was staring right into the camera and I'm like, (laughs) is he looking at me? I'm like, hello? Eye contact. Hello, sir. (laughs) Prolonged eye contact. Prolonged eye contact. Prolonged eye contact. It takes a second, looks away and then down and then gets in the car. They drive off on a dusty road. Mm-hmm. The end. Yeah. So, what we think of the episode? It was good. Mm-hmm. I liked Gordon. He yeah. was. He, I mean, uh, the actor was really good. Hey, at... round round of applause for Sterling K. Yeah. Brown. Yes. Well done, sir. Um, of course, Sterling K. Brown. We know today he's uh, famous for um, his work on This Is Us. Um, he's won tons of awards. He is. He's phenomenal phenomenal yeah. actor he did a great job with gordon also been in black panther he was all he was in black panther so yes we we like we like sterling k brown we like the actor and we left he is a uh uh he is a, a black man who survived the episode yeah. yeah i mean it sucks that they made him the bad guy yeah. yeah i was gonna ask you guys about that so how are we feeling about uh our second major person of color, like, you know, character who's, like, with us the whole episode, first being Cassie. Right. Who, you know, he survives the episode. How are we feeling about him being a villain? <laughs> kind of disappointing. Yeah. I like to see the, like, cishet white guys being the villains, because, you know, they are. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, he did such a good job. Yeah, that he was so good. That I like, couldn't see it any different, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and they, so he survived the episode. Mm-hmm. They left him alive. And he's ma- real mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he come back? He does. Ooh, he nice. will return. Uh, and the boys have made an enemy here. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, think, I was thinking about, you know, alignments. Lawful evil? I, 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 yeah. at the very least, lawful neutral. I think I think Gordon's lawful evil. Yeah. And Sam Sam is was positioning himself more in like maybe like a neutral good. Yeah. Category. Dean being lawful good getting dragged down the chart to lo- towards lawful neutral um but couldn't, you know, fully make that. Yeah. <laughs> that transition. transition that transition there. But what 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 they've just done. I mean, you know, they they stopped Gordon from from getting his his kills, right? Which is enough to piss off any hunter, especially a territorial one like Gordon proved to be. But what they've done is they've sided with the monstrous. Yeah. And Gordon thinks in black and white. Is he going to spread stuff about them? He's coming after them. Yeah. Oh. Gordon thinks in black and white. It's it's an us and them. And they, when you've sided with them, you are you, them. you are them. Yeah. You are no longer human to him. So therefore, yeah. I can kill you. Yeah. yeah. Even if they are, you know, the Winchester boys, even if they are, you know, in the legacy of John Winchester, sort of, you know, we've got some hunter royalties sort of, you know, thing going on here. Mm-hmm. Even if you, you know, you're a hunter who buys into that, Gordon's got this, you know, very strict black and white thinking. The, the boys made it clear what side they're on, uh, and that, that does not vibe with him. So, so he will, he will return. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. So look forward to that. Anything else we want to say about the episode? Um, fun to see Lenore, uh, mm-hmm. Tara. Mm-hmm. She also survived the episode. She yeah. did. Although she did. She yeah. also will return. Oh, oh good. Nice. Although she did Briefly, get... I think. I think she, she gets like a one episode return. Cool. Although she did get tortured. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah where we, uh, the, we, we saw Lenore tortured and we saw that random girl at the beginning her head got chopped off. So yeah. the violence in this ap- episode all happened toward women. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't super cool. No. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to see not Benny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he also survived the episode, but um, uh, Ty Olson will come back as Benny later. Mm-hmm. I don't think he comes back as Eli at all. Ben- Benny, he, he'll, he will be back as Benny in later seasons. In a few seasons, um, which I'm excited for. All right. So then uh, join us next time for season two, episode four, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. Uh, wow. <laughs> which is a, which is a, a, a wild a, title. It's a long and kind of specific title. Yeah. Dean and Sam investigate the murder of a college student who has come back from the dead seeking revenge on those who mistreated her. Huh. Okay. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, I hope we're rooting for her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, based on the title and the episode description, I'm not sure I remember I, I remember this one at all. Does so, it seem to really correlate with... Yeah, children shouldn't play with that thing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little concerned about the college thing, if Dean's going to be creepy. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to see. I, I don't at this point do not necessarily remember this one. We'll see. We'll see if it becomes familiar Let's to me while I watch it. He's being, yeah. At the least, we don't want Dean to really be horny because we don't like horny Dean that much. But if he's yeah, being Dean horny, was, Dean wasn't being horny this episode, was he? No, no. If Dean's being horny, let's hope that he's being horny towards I don't know, like an age appropriate person, like professors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the not the students, not yeah. the students who are fresh out of high school. Yeah. 
So, all right, uh, join us next time for Season 2, Episode 4. Until then, I've been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. Thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Brooke Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, Dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing three at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.